Welcome to Into the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We look forward to your calls. We're talking about a number of different things today, one of which being the same-sex marriage bill that just passed. Uh, Also, Turkey is about to invade Syria, and more than 300 people have been killed during protests in Iran. So we'll be talking about that and much more today uh, on today's show. Uh, Before we get into that, I want to remind you that we have a number of deals available at endtime.com slash deals. Um, A few weeks ago, I told you about Understand the End Time and how this package is not going to be produced anymore. It features Irvin uh, Irvin Baxter by himself teaching. Um, It's basically our foundational prophecy content. And um, apparently you all really wanted that because we don't have any more of the packages. However... Uh, we were able to put together uh, the 14 individual DVDs in a set. And so we've replenished some inventory. Now there are 75 of those available um, at endtime.com slash deals. And you can call 800-END-TIME, 800-363-8463 to get that. These are 14 lessons that will help you understand Bible prophecy and what's coming just ahead. It's all Irvin teaching. We'll never be able to produce that again, obviously, as he's passed away. And so what's available now are 14 individually wrapped DVDs that we'll send as a package together for you. And again, there's only 75 available. So it's first come, first serve. Once those are gone, we are really have no way of making any more at that point. So be sure to do that today if you're interested. Doug, you've watched that series a million times, maybe? <laughs> I don't know if it's been a million, but it's been a lot. And Thousands I, of hours? I've, I've taught it uh, quite a bit, so yeah. it's it's a wonderful series and uh, very enlightening for anybody that doesn't understand prophecy. It'll mm-hmm. it'll get you up to speed very quickly. How do you feel about the fact that those DVDs are going to be no more? Well, you know, I know that I can still see them on Into the Age Plus, yes. and plus I still have some. Of my own, so you might be able to sell those. That, you never know, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and, it, and it's course one of Jerusalem Prophecy College. That's true, and so. it, you know, it's to me, it is like the staple of end time ministries, and so yeah. I mean, it was you know what got me here, and so um, I love it. And well, I what's, hate your, what's the, your favorite lesson? I think the very first lesson is my favorite. The U.S. discovered in Bible prophecy. I just I love that lesson because that lesson. And and probably seven trumpets. Those those well, are only two. one. Well, if I had to pick only one, that first one <laughs> is the best to me because I mean it really opens your eyes to the fact that you know there's modern day uh, countries in the Bible and yeah. they're going to be here in the end time. And so I love that. Uh, but you know having it be uh, now we're we're moving on. You know I know everything changes and everything. It's kind of sad too. You yeah. know because Pastor Baxter's not really going to be in it anymore except for we will have flashbacks in this new one where he tells his personal experiences which is cool it is really cool Um, like Doug said uh, Dave will teach it and then uh, we will do um, legacy clips of Irvin teaching as well in this series I forgot the most important part Um, it's available for a donation of any amount so Mm -hmm. you know whatever the spirit lays on your heart to give that's what you can get it for. So it's really a donation of any amount. Go to endtime.com slash deals to check it out or call 800 endtime. All right, Doug, the Senate passes the gay marriage bill. Mm-hmm. What in the world is going on? Well, you know, I mean, Vince, it's any time that 
we see things like this, we got to understand that there's a spirit behind it, for one thing. And, right. you know, I'm, I think when I was looking at this today and kind of putting things together, I was thinking to myself, you know, we've got, we, we had the Roe v. Wade, uh, you know, pretty much reversed where it's given to individual states now to make decisions about things. But, uh, you know, we had that, that victory. That was kind of a victory for us. And then we see this come along, and it's almost like, uh, it, it's almost as if the Dems know, well, we're about to lose the House at the very beginning of the new year. Let's push this thing through. And that's how I kind of felt about it. But there were Republicans that actually voted for this bill. A and number so, of Republicans. Yeah. And so... Who, it, who, who's the Republican that stood out to you if there was one? Um, I've got mine ready to go. Well, go ahead. You give me yours because I really don't know uh, right now off the top of my head. So you go. Mitt Romney. There you go. Yeah, that's a good one. You know, when he ran for president, I was kind of a Mitt Romney fan Yeah. to a degree. There's things I liked about him. Uh, I particularly liked him more than uh, his opponent, uh, yeah. first of all. But <laughs> uh, he has certainly changed within the last... Yeah. Six to eight years or so, and it's interesting. The, or maybe hasn't changed. Maybe we're seeing his true colors. I don't know how that plays out, but nonetheless, um, he's one of them. Yeah. But um, yeah, the uh, senators, um, Missouri Senator Roy Blunt, Richard Burr, Shelley Moore, Capito, Susan Collins, Todd Young from Indiana, my home state, mm-hmm. uh, Iowa, Wyoming, Alaska, Ohio. Another from Alaska, North Carolina, all of a number of those uh, Republicans are the ones that voted for it. Yeah. And it, it, I guess, you know, the, the bottom line is that I, I know that this country is moving in, in a different direction than what we've seen for many years. And, and uh, I saw a poll the other day where, uh, you know, even people that will proclaim to be Christian in this country have decreased quite a bit. And it's very disappointing to kind of see these things because we know, uh, you know, we know how the Bible defines marriage and, and what it says about marriage. And so when you see these things, it's like the devil, it's, he's up to his old tricks where he likes to blur those lines of, you know, what God says and what the world says. And we begin to see the two kind of come together here. And it, it's disappointing for me as a Christian, uh, but it's not surprising. Well, we're going to talk about it a little bit more in depth. You said we know what the Bible has to say about it, and maybe some people don't, Doug. So right. we'll be reading from some scriptures to reiterate what the Bible has to say about it. And we also have a video clip that um, that will kind of break down what's going on with this bill, and uh, we'll talk more in depth on that. We will be taking your call, so if you'd like to join us, the number to do so is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-84. Six, three. Give us a call today. Um, there's other things going on, Doug, that I know we're not going to get into right away, but um, how concerned should we be about this Turkey invasion into Syria? I know, like I said, we'll talk about it more later, but prophetically, we know that that area is talked about. So what's the concern here? Yeah, so Turkey is actually talking about sending ground forces in against some rebels that are backed by the United States. And also we have troops that are kind of mingled in there. So they would be in harm's way if if this were to progress to a a ground war like Turkey is threatening to do. And so we know that that region is where that six-trumpet war is going to start. And so this this could be something that could escalate and get get bad quickly. Well, interestingly enough, Russia is also involved in some of that talk as well. And we'll get into that after the break. 
Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Give us a call, 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time, understand how you fit in, and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to endtime.com future or call 800-END-TIME. That's 800-363-8463. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the end time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End of the Age television and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end-time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME. Or visit endtime.com slash events for more information. Welcome back to Into the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Don't forget to share this video if you're on social media. Hit the heart icon. It helps us out a lot. And even comment uh, when you're engaged in conversation on the videos. That goes a long way in uh, breaking through the algorithms to get to your friends and family. So be sure to pause what you're doing and hit the share, comment, and heart. Uh, That'll help us out a lot. Also, um, I'll be speaking uh, December 18th and December 25th. On the 18th, I'll be in Springfield, Missouri. And on the 25th, I'll be here in the Dallas area in Garland, Texas. You can get all the details for both of those events. Um, they're regular church services that I'll be preaching in. Um, you can get those details at endtime.com slash events. So check that out. Um, I would love to see you there. I can't imagine why anyone would come to hear me speak, Doug, but uh, <laughs> I would love to meet you. How about yeah, that? You'll do great. You always do great speaking. So Well, you'll, you'll do appreciate fun. it. Yeah. But uh, christmas theme stuff. You know, kind of that time of year, you're expected yeah. to speak on certain things, and I typically uh, don't <laughs> kind of stay inside of that uh, parameters. Not that I'm trying to get off; it's just you know. Yeah. Um, you you like to go out and outside the borders a little bit. Oddly <laughs> enough, as as structured as people think I am, I kind of am that way. Yeah, yeah. But so, it's all good. We'll you see do what a, happens. You do a good job. Well, They'll thanks. enjoy it. 
Are you speaking anytime soon? I'm not. No, sir. Not that I know of. So right. you, I mean, maybe this Sunday. <laughs> you never know. You yeah. never know. All right. God well, says. Um, we do have a num. Well, we do have several calls that will be coming in, but. Uh, before we get to the calls, we want to get to this clip. Uh, is that right, Doug? Does anyone yes. handle this? Uh, we have a story here from CBN News. It's the Respect for Marriage Act passed with bipartisan support in the U.S. Senate Tuesday with a vote of 61 to 36. While it doesn't force churches to perform or host same-sex ceremonies, religious freedom advocates say it will target faith-based organizations and individuals who refuse to serve gay couples due to their religious convictions. Now, what in the world is the difference between that? I I don't know. I mean, that's whenever I read that today in this story, I was like, well, okay, it's not going to force you to perform these these marriages, but it's still going to target you. Uh, I thought it was kind of a strange comment there, too, because, I mean, if you're targeted, you're... <laughs> Probably well, you don't have to. You know, you don't have to turn in your guns, but we'll buy them back. <laughs> yeah, that's or a good, you can't have that's a good them. Point. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's check out that video then. Okay, let's do it. Right. Leader Chuck Schumer hailed it as a victory for equality. No matter who you are, or who you love, you too deserve dignity and equal treatment under the law. The legislation gives federal protection to same-sex marriage, ensuring that government officials must recognize those performed in other states. Twelve Republicans voted for the bill, though most opposed it on religious freedom grounds. What it really does is it silences any individual who may disagree and discourages any faith-based entity from cooperating with government. To say, if you want to be able to partner with the state in any area, you probably aren't welcome here because you don't share the same beliefs. While the bill is supposed to protect nonprofits from losing their tax-exempt status, some senators wanted stronger language. Our amendment actually includes the belief about marriage included into it to make it very, very clear that if you have a different belief about marriage, you won't lose your nonprofit status. The Senate rejected three Republican amendments from Senators Mike Lee, Marco Rubio, and James Lankford. Senator Lankford also highlighted concerns for protecting Christians in the marketplace, like baker Jack Phillips, who's been sued several times for refusing to bake wedding cakes for same-sex couples. So their choice would be either not to provide those services or to abandon their faith. Noel Garnier of National Religious Broadcasters says the measure not only threatens religious liberty, but also traditional values. As Christians, we believe that the family and the marriage are the bedrock of a strong society. It's heartbreaking to see so many lawmakers agree and concur that that traditional view of ma- view of marriage and family has no place in U.S. politics. Yeah, so I agree. It's it's hard to to believe that that many people, you know, are going against the traditional view of of marriage. I mean, it's not just a tradition; it is a, a biblical view, the, the way we look at it, anyway. And and so, uh, it's just like I said before. This is very disappointing for me, but uh, you know, there's just things that are that we've got to understand that the enemy is going to come at us with and. Uh, we're going to see these things happen more and more before Jesus comes back. So he told us it would be like in the days of Lot. So is this established now? Like what's been voted on? Well, it it passed. Uh, what in the House? It's got to go. It's got to go before the Senate, 
uh, once it goes before the Senate, then it'll... My mic was off, Doug. Well, that's going to be hard for people to hear you. If I muted off. it while the video was playing, yeah. and I forgot to turn it well, off. Well, I'm glad you turned totally it off. Totally my fault. No one in the production area's fault but no, mine. No, no. We trust our production team. <laughs> we do. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's been passed in this House. It's got to go to the Senate, and then, you know, once it goes there, it is expected to pass, and, um, and then on you know, where the president can make it into a law. So uh, so it's basically done. Yeah. But technically there's still some steps to be. And then I, some people were asking about, like, uh, what about the Supreme Court involvement? Could they jump in and and overturn all of this? That's a very good question. I don't, I don't know the answer to that. I'm not real, uh, you know, smart about how the Supreme Court can do things. I don't, I don't really know. I haven't researched it. But... Um, I mean, I really don't see that any way that they're going to be able to do anything about it. They might be able to. I don't know. They were able to reverse Biden's, uh, you know, bailout for the student loans. So who knows? We'll <laughs> so just have to kind of wait. I'm assuming, and I think I can do this with confidence, that you're opposed to this act. Yes. Does that mean that you're homophobic if you're opposed to this act? No, <laughs> it doesn't. Well, some would say that is the case. Well, yeah, but they're also going to say that when I read scripture to somebody that that could be hate speech too. So, I mean, there's always going to be people that are offended by my viewpoint. Uh, but, you know, I mean, what's the what's the term they say? Uh, buckle up, buttercup? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I, I'm, I have heard that term. I'm, yeah. So you're... Uh, so... People that don't be so offended when you hear the truth. That's all I'm saying. Amen. Amen. Um, so, how do we as Christians oppose such an act and still love um, people that need love that are in favor of this? Now, there, there are people who are not homosexuals. Yeah. Who are not part of that community, um, the LGBTQ plus community. Mm-hmm. Um, who are very much in favor of this, who think that, um, you know, if a cup, uh, two men have been together for 30 years, then they should be afforded the same rights that a man and woman that have been married legally together have, from insurance to, you know, right. whatever all the benefits would be. Yeah. Um, so how, how, do we, how do we navigate this as Christians? Well, Vince, I mean, the way I'm going to navigate is the way I always do. <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm going to love people no matter where they're at, but I'm going to tell them the truth, too. And if they want to know the truth about, you know, what, what the Word of God says or why I feel the way I do about my belief, then I'm going to share that with them. But I'm going to do it in a loving way that I can help them understand. The, the people, you know, like I've said many times when we've talked about the homosexual issue, I have friends and, and I even have, uh, you know, kids that I taught before that have gone astray into this lifestyle, you know, and, uh, you know, I still love those people. I mean, I'm still friends with them on Facebook, you know, and I still tell them happy birthday when it's their happy, when it's their birthday and things like that. But, but like, I'm not going to go to their weddings, uh, 
you know, if, if I'm invited, which I'm normally not, I'm not going to perform a gay marriage. I'm not going to do those things. I'll Under suffer this, the, you could get targeted. If well, you don't. I would just have to suffer those consequences because I'm not going to, uh, to compromise my beliefs and I'm not going to go against what the Word of God said and I'm not going to condone somebody in their sin. I mean, everybody always says, you know, Jesus hung out with sinners all the time and, you know, he ate and drank with sinners and all those things they like to say about Jesus. But Jesus didn't come and say, you're fine just where you're at. He always came and that person was either changed or they went away sad. I mean, yeah, he every... He said, like, follow me or something like that. Yeah, or, exactly. Or, uh, you know... Or go and sin no more. Yeah. And, and so... Uh, he didn't just go and say, oh, you're fine with the lifestyle you're living. He he would tell people, like the woman that was brought to him, you know, being accused of adultery. Woman, where are your accusers? And she said, there's none, Lord. And he said, well, then I condemn you not and go and sin no more. He would do those things. He wouldn't tell somebody, well, you're fine then. Just keep on going, you know, yeah. keep on doing what you're doing. Because the Lord's goal there was to come and die for our sins on the cross so that we could be forgiven for those sins. And if we're living in those sins, we're not repenting of those sins and having those sins washed in that blood. So you have to... There, I guess there's a... Uh, there are people that will beat people over the head with Scripture and, you know, things like that and tell them, condemn people to hell, you know, because they see the lifestyle they're living. But... That's not the way that we need to be doing things. Well, you know, I'm, I am concerned about that approach. Yeah. But for me, my greater concern is when I think about dads who haven't talked to their sons in five years. Yeah. Or, you know, moms who don't talk to their daughters or vice versa, however it all plays out. We have family members who aren't communicating whatsoever. Right. And some are doing it in the name of Christianity and they won't answer their questions kids calls because the kids lifestyle is is radically opposite of biblical values or what their parents taught them right and so i'm going man i mean i can understand that um it's very hard to comprehend you know having a child now Mm -hmm. i mean i'm getting to be a veteran at this point you You are um (laughs) i'm able to see it at a different you know from a parental perspective and i'm going i don't know how i ever get to the point of I don't want to get to this point, but I don't know how parents get to this point where their kids make some decisions that don't align with what they were taught or that don't align with what you as a parent believe is truth. And these these children are adults now. Yeah. And so you just cut them out of their life in the name of Jesus. Right. It's like, I don't believe that's the right move. And no. so that, that does concern me that... Right. There's a, there's plenty of people living this t- lifestyle that don't have relationship with their their families because we as Christians maybe aren't navigating it right. very well. Well, and and you know that is a flaw that people have. I mean, we're not just talking about homosexuality there. I mean, your children can be off in a lifestyle of of any sin that's going on and and away from God. And you know, the bottom line, like I said before, we still got to love them. I don't see me as a parent. I I couldn't stop loving my child. I couldn't stop uh, speaking to my child. And I think that's the way that God looks at us as well. I mean, we're his children and he's going to love us and give us that chance. And he may lead people in their path that will lead them back to redemption and to forgiveness and repentance. 
and we need to be in prayer. You know, we don't need to stop communicating with our loved ones or our friends, for that matter. We need to be there for them, and we need to be the answer to the questions they have when they, because there's going to be questions. There's going to be hard times that they're going to fall on, and we can't say, nope, you made a decision a long time ago. I'm done with you. I mean, the prodigal son returned to find his father waiting on the porch looking for him when he came and his dad ran down the road way before he got to the house because he'd been looking for him yeah. and that's the way we need to be we need to have that kind of heart and welcome those children back and, and pray for them and you know I believe that God will God will answer those prayers you know we were talking about um, kind of my story you and I were off mm-hmm. the air um, a couple of uh, about a month ago now yeah. when we were doing a um, a tribute to Irvin Baxter on the anniversary of his death. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about, you know, my parents, how how I came about to be in this world. And, right. you know, the, um, you know, my parents' lifestyle was certainly not within biblical principles. And uh, it was pretty wild from what I understand. <laughs> and, um, you know, my mom was a teenager. My dad was um, married with yeah. children. And a lot of things happened, and my mom ended up getting pregnant uh, with my sister and then me later on. And so um, I talked to my grandmother about it, actually, after we had talked. I was just like, you know, I want to understand really your guys' perspective. And, you know, she told me, she said, you know, at first we just kind of like, we loved your mom still and all that, but we were kind of in a place mentally and spiritually where we were like, cutting her off because it was like we don't know what to do right and there was a guest minister in town and of course they talked about it as much as they could with people trying to get advice and that guest minister thank god whoever it was i thank god for him because he told him he said you know what i'd do if that were my daughter i'd just keep loving her yeah and she worked at a fast food place like two blocks from their house and they went up there and uh she was in there working and they hadn't talked in a while and they go walking in those doors and she just busts out crying and they're crying and the manager of the fast food place is like, what's going on? You need to yeah. take a break. you know. And so that was kind of the turning point for their relationship being mended. And so I'm right. thankful for uh, people who have mercy and, and you know they may not agree with lifestyle. And they mean, right. like we are, you and I are very conservative in this regard yeah. and we take a pretty hard line on this, but we're going to keep loving people. And so Absolutely. we're going to get into the scriptures after the break, so don't go anywhere. We'll also be getting to your calls. You can join us at 877 time 877-363-8463. Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, end-time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty? With the End Time Magazine subscription, you can gain a deeper understanding of current events and its prophesied repercussions. End Time Magazine's exclusive content and prophetic insight allows you to understand where we are in the end time. It will give you peace when horrific news and events happen. When you subscribe today to End Time Magazine for 12 months for just $19.99, you can have hope for the future because you will understand what the Bible says about the time we are living in. You'll get access to exclusive articles like the prophesied American-Israeli Alliance, End Time Do's and Don'ts, and Could School Choice Save America? Subscribe for you or a friend right now. Go to endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-END-TIME. 
the symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, The Unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2, the late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're talking about a number of topics today. The same-sex marriage bill that passed. Um, also, Turkey is about to invade Syria. And more than 300 people have been killed during protests in Iran. And so we're talking about all that and more today. If we get to it, that is, Doug. <laughs> uh, and we do want to get to the phones now. Let's go to John in Tennessee. John, welcome to End of the Age. And uh, before you get into your question or comment, just curious who you think the Antichrist might be. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Good answer. I do know that we will find out at the uh, proper time. Indeed. I told Doug when I saw you calling in that I was going to ask you that. So You were going to ask me that. Huh? can't help myself I sometimes. I don't know, and I don't think it would do much, much good if I did know, <laughs> because there's no way to prove it until he announces himself. That's a great answer, John. Anyway. You might I'm need a job at end time. <laughs> I'm more than willing to wait until God's prophecy comes up and it's shown to the entire world. Amen. But. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing that anyway. Absolutely. Anyhow, as far as the uh, bill that passed the Senate, I'm not surprised. I think they'll probably be trying to push a bill to legalize abortion. But the one that passed the Senate on and the House on same-sex marriage does not surprise me. Yeah. Uh, it's prophesied that the day, last days, the end days, will be like the times of Lot and of Noah. And we're definitely getting into Lot in every aspect of the society. And yeah, turn around and watch the shootings and the attacks and the wars. And the times of Noah are coming up upon us. Yes, sir. And this Turkey and Syria thing may just be the beginning fringes of the Sixth Trumpet War. It's very possible. Yes, sir. You're absolutely right, John. I mean, I couldn't agree with you more. That's, uh, I mean, these topics that we talk about, that's why we're doing more than one today because, it, like I have said many times, is they're coming at us so fast. Things are happening so fast. And there's no uh, more of an urgent time than right now for people to get right with God and, and for people to be born again. And, you know, that's what this this whole program is about, to let people know that these things are happening, that prophecy is coming to pass, and that we're moving uh, very quickly uh, to that day when Jesus returns. And so, uh, you know, I, I see the same thing. You're, you're saying exactly what uh, I believe, too, that we are watching the days of Lot happen right here in front of us, the days of Noah, just like Jesus said. And, you know, any time that the enemy can get a stronghold somewhere, uh, he's definitely going to do that. And, man, he is really, over this nation right now, he is really, really trying to get a stronghold 
uh, over our government and over uh, people, just the American people. And we're starting to see that work. If we can do one thing to the folks who are not believing the Scriptures and convince them that at least the Christians are, for the most part, loving the sinners, even though they hate what they're doing, they're loving the people that are doing it and willing to call them back and come back into it let us tell you how to get right with God. Yeah. If they'll just believe that part, a lot of people, I think, their eyes wind open a little bit, and they might understand what we're telling them. But they just don't believe us. And until they do, they're going to reject and fight against anything to do with going back to God. But that's all we can do, is do our very best to tell these people, God loves you. We love you. Let us show you how to get back on God's good side and save your soul and go with us into the eternity. Yeah. And with God. Yeah. So that's basically it. You know, I agree with you. And I feel sorry for those people who don't agree. And I don't know. I think they're using it as a division to try to divide America, to make it easier to have a bloodless coup into the socialist communist system. But that's just my opinion. <laughs> yes, anyway, sir. That's very good. Great to talk to you, too. I hope you have everything looks up for you. And don't worry, Vince, you are going to do great <laughs> when you're out there public speaking. Well, Amen. thank you very much. All right. Thank you, I'll John. let you get to some other calls and have a wonderful time and bless you both. Thanks, John. God bless you. All right, Doug. So let's let's talk about what these scriptures have to say. Yeah, I think we've pretty well established here that I think we've we've um, shown our true colors here that right. we aren't homophobic. We don't hate anybody. I mean, right. uh, we've talked about it before. I mean, I can't I can't think of one person that I have issues with. It's like. Whatever, you know, if we if we don't agree on something, that doesn't mean we've got to hate each other. So, That's right. you know, we're going to read these scriptures for what they are and talk about them. Yeah. And that is that is what it is. So, yeah. let's do it. All right. Uh, Genesis 2, we'll start from the second chapter of the Bible. And it says, uh, verse 23, And Adam said, This is now bone on my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. Yeah, so this was God's plan from creation uh, that, you know, and we're talking about a man and woman. I mean, it's very specific what he's talking about. And it says that the natural course of things is that they will leave their families and become one flesh. They'll come together as husband and wife. And be one flesh. That's the very first marriage ceremony right there in Genesis chapter 2 with Adam and Eve. Now there are people who will go, you know, that's not the U.S. government marriage licensing process. Right. So therefore, we're not talking about that. We're talking about something else. Yeah. So they're wanting to follow man law instead of God law. Apparently. Yeah. All right. Well... 
to each their own vents. <laughs> All right, Matthew 19, starting in verse 4, says, And he answered and said to them, Have ye not read that he which made them at the beginning made them male and female? And said, For this cause shall a man leave father and mother, and shall cleave to his wife. Jesus is reiterating what we mm-hmm. just read in Genesis. And they twain shall be one flesh, wherefore they are no more twain but one flesh. What therefore God hath joined together, let no man put asunder. Yeah, and so uh, that's Jesus talking now. So we're looking at both the Old Testament and the New Testament. God hasn't changed. Here's God in the flesh telling us the very same thing that it says in the book of Genesis. And it says that he established this in the beginning, that that was what God established. For he that which made them in the beginning made them male and female. So the natural course of things is for a woman and a man to come together. And that's, that's why we are sticklers about this and why we, we know that this is uh, natural. The, uh, you know, I, I had a conversation one time, Vince, with a young lady that was going to uh, SMU College, that's a local college here. And she was, we were having this debate about, uh, you know, homosexual marriage and things like that. And I asked her, well, how can it be natural? And, and the look on her face helped me to understand. She didn't understand what my question was. I told her, how can that be natural? I've, I read these very scriptures to her and I said, now, how can a man and a man be a natural course of, of nature? I mean, you can't take a male lion and a male lion and put them together and they make a baby lion. It's not natural. It's the way that nature is set up is a male and a female produce an offspring and that's the way God designed it. And that's the way that Jesus said he did from the very beginning. And once I asked her those questions, you could tell that she was kind of dumbfounded by it because these kids are sitting in classrooms nowadays and you got these professors telling them their philosophies and, and saying all these things to them about, well, if two people love each other, shouldn't they be able to be together and all these things? And they forget about what God said and they forget about what uh you know, the the course of nature really is supposed to be. And so that reminds me about what Romans chapter 1 says, because that's where I feel like we are right now. The leaders of this country are doing exactly what this scripture talks about. Verse 24, Romans 1 says, Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves who changed the truth of God into a lie and worship and serve the creature more than the creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this cause, God gave them up into the vile affections, for even their women did change their natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of the of their error which was meet. Yeah, so I mean we've read this scripture before in several different occasions about this very thing, but that right there goes in the way that we look at it in Genesis and then we see what Jesus said and then we look at this, it talks about that very thing. They changed the truth of God into a lie. And they began to want what was unnatural. They began to want one another instead of what was the natural course of things. What I just got through talking about and explaining. That scripture says it all right there. And it says it very, very good, very well, the way that Paul wrote that to the Roman church. But then also Romans one thirty two, 
it says that not only are people that are involved in this sin worthy of death, but those that take pleasure in it, that know better but take pleasure in that. It's that right there tells me that even people like we were talking about before that may not be uh, homosexual, but they think, you know, people should just be able to do this. We're in danger of being judged. That same judgment that the people that are doing the very sin are. I mean, and I and maybe I'm a little too crazy about it, Doug, but I even um, go and say that, you know, if I take pleasure in watching a video, whether it be a movie, which I hardly do, TV show, YouTube videos, anything like that, that is um, promoting this lifestyle, which includes featuring it, Mm -hmm. speaking of it, and endorsing it in a a forceful manner, you know, like if, if they're promoting this idea... Yeah, you know, I'm taking pleasure in this content by yeah. allowing myself to sit here and consume it, mm-hmm. and so therefore, I'm doing exactly what this scripture is saying that I shouldn't be doing. Yeah, and so I I go that far, and not just not just me thinking that this these laws should be in place or not in place, right. but also if I'm just consuming the content that's promoting it. And and that's what's so dangerous nowadays because they slip it into everything. Uh, commercials, you know, I mean, you can be sitting there watching a, a ball game on a Sunday afternoon and, and they're going to throw in some new drug commercial they've got where there's two guys kissing or, you know, a jewelry or, side or a car. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's strange because I'm seeing it more and more. The side effects they read. <laughs> now, I think I read that, I think it's the Raiders, the uh, Las Vegas Raiders, or maybe it's the... I don't remember That's so what weird team. just to say Las Vegas Raiders team. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, um, I'm sorry. One of the teams now has a male transgender no. Uh it's a male cheerleader. And I think That's... the male is proclaiming to be female oh. now. Mm. I believe is what it is. Either way, there's one male cheerleader in the NFL now. So it's like you might even just be might not even be a commercial to yeah. to your point. Yeah. So there it is. Um, all right, we're going to talk about what's going on in the Middle East with Turkey and Syria on the other side of the break, as well as get to some more of your calls. 877 times the number to join us, 877-363-8463. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began the ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. End Time is a small nonprofit that runs a high-traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner.
Welcome back to Into the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Don't forget to go to endtime.com slash deals and check out everything that's available right now. Uh, Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ. Uh, the, you get the DVDs and the book. That's 50% off right now. Understand the end time. That series we spoke about earlier. Um, we were able to produce 75 more, but that's actually single DVDs, not the package like uh, what you've perhaps seen in the past. So it's the 14 single DVDs. It's now available. Um, there's deals for End of the Age Plus. There's deals for Jerusalem Prophecy College. There's deals for basically everything there. So check it out, endtime.com slash deals. Let's get to the phones now, Doug. We'll go to Bonnie in Illinois. Bonnie, welcome to End of the Age. All right. We're having trouble connecting with Bonnie. Let's go to Tammy in Mississippi. Tammy, welcome to End of the Age. Hello. God bless you all. I just, you know, I totally agree with everything you all said. John, high five. I loved everything you said. But, you know, I just wanted to share just a word of encouragement. And sometimes I ask God, why did you make me so bold? So you all have taught me a lot, especially where all of this topic, the first topic that you all brought up, um, and, you know, I used to be so harsh about it, but, you know, you're right. I'm learning to be loving, to be kind, and I would say pray, you know, like that, that old song, and I love this song, and forgive me if I crack your ears, I'm sorry, but it, it it's onward Christian soldiers marching. Sometimes I feel like that with the stuff that we're hit with, and, you know, like you mentioned earlier, more and more on TV, I have cut Lifetime, I've cut Hallmark, those two channels, you know, I... I that was a good them. idea before the content was bad. <laughs> I'm telling you what, it just, it just, I don't even watch them anymore, and it's everywhere, and, it, and I just change the channel, I'm like, nope, I rebuke you in Jesus' name, I rebuke you, <laughs> you know, and I'm changing, but I just want to say high five, Vance, high five, Doug, you know, Dave, wherever you are, high five, <laughs> and it, it just, anyone, I would tell you, heads up, if you get the chance to listen to Vance, Go for it, because I'm telling you, if you don't, you're going to miss out. Well, there you go. Yeah, my, my, my. She's heard you at North City. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) But just wanted to say God bless you all. High five to you all. I love you all. I miss you all. And who knows, maybe one day I'll show back up in Texas and (laughs) get to see you in person again. But I love you all. You all take care. Let's just keep praying for everyone, you know, in in Jesus' name. And thank you for taking my call. Thank you. Thank you, Tammy. Thanks, Tammy. God bless you. Uh, She's referencing, I mentioned earlier that I'll be in Springfield, Missouri on the 18th and Garland, Texas, which is the Dallas area, on uh, the 25th, Christmas Day, uh, preaching and services there. So you can go to endtime.com slash events to um, find the details for for both of those events. Love for you to come out and... uh, Love to get to meet you there. My family, uh, my whole family will be at both of those services, so you could uh, see my wife and children. And then, Doug, I, you won't be at either of those, so no, that's a bummer. But, but it's worth it just to see your, your well, children and, and your wife. Yeah, there you, you go. You come Rosie, out, huh? Rosie Ray is just as cute as she can be. Well, don't you going to give her Social Security next or what? <laughs> Good, great. Now I'm everybody sorry. knows my Facebook password. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, hey, can we give an update real quick on this Syria thing? Because I, I know we don't have time to yeah. really go through everything that, that we need to, but there are people that um, um, that are asking what in the world we're talking about. So we, can yeah. we do a, a quick overview of what, what's happening there with Turkey 
invading Syria, or at least um, it's speculated that they're about to invade Syria. Yeah. So, uh, you know, two weeks ago there was uh, an explosion uh, in Istanbul, and it came from uh, what the, uh, they're a group called uh, YPG, uh, Syrian Kurdish group, that actually works with the United States. Uh, They're a group that the United States claim uh, have helped them fight against ISIS, right? And so uh, in the the course of these things, of course, uh, Turkey has fought back against uh, these people. And the United States uh, government is trying to get them to kind of back off from it. But Turkey says that they're actually going to send in ground troops now into Syria. And the reason why, you know, this is a big deal is because, of course, the, the region there, Vince, that this is happening is in the Euphrates uh, River region. And so we know what Scripture says about that in Revelation chapter 9 when it talks about the Sixth Trumpet War. It talks about that region being the area where uh, these four angels are loosed uh, and that there is an army that is going to start this war, and it's going to kill one-third of mankind. Now, Turkey doesn't make up a 200-million-man army, but Turkey has very close allies with Russia and also uh, with uh, some Iranian uh, factions there, too. And so there, there is just some, some things that are going on there that can be... Uh, frightening if you're looking at this from that perspective that this could turn into something bigger uh it could also uh you know cause some trouble uh i I misspoke what i meant well ago was that syria has ties with iran and uh and they have close allies with iran and uh so turkey would be uh coming against some um syria who has russian allies syria who has iranian iranian uh allies and then China always is, you know, right there too. They have interest in those areas as well. And so anyway, all these things are kind of, you know, beginning to stir up the pot there. Um, So that is one thing that's kind of a major story that we've seen happen there. So two weeks ago, that explosion happening killed six people and more than 80 were wounded. Yeah. And um, obviously the U.S. is involved, Russia is involved. Um, in regards to these countries, not necessarily yeah. with this explosion. Right. And um, they're suggesting that a ground invasion is imminent. Yeah. And we have some troops, too, that are in uh, that were in Iraq that uh, are in that area right now, in that same region. That would be in harm's way if something like this was to start. And we're kind of, at this point, America is kind of stretched in, in some areas right now, and it makes you uh, kind of sit there and wonder... You know, have we bitten off a lot more than we can chew? And, uh, you know, with some of the things that are happening in the world right now. And so this article kind of says that right now that America probably wouldn't do anything about this invasion of Syria because of the fact that they're they're busy with the Ukrainian situation that's going on right now. And so it's just one of those things, like we always tell you, it's we're reporting on it because it's in that region. It could happen. There could be something that could ignite this. So many people standing around. Uh, a firebox with matches, you know, just uh, anything could happen at any moment there. And then, of course, you've got all the uh, destabilization of Iran and what's going on with the protest there because of the the young lady that was killed uh, for not wearing her uh, head cover. And uh, and so we've got that story as well. There's just so much happening there, uh, and even 
there's some things going on with Israel and the Palestinians that have, you know, been happening over the course of few last few weeks. And so there's just a lot to watch right there. And we unfortunately we don't have a lot of time to to discuss it right now, but uh, you know, we'll have to come back and talk about it probably later. Well, that and keep up with endtime.com because we post prophecy news articles there every single day. We typically are posting anywhere from 10 to 20 of those articles every day. Um, news that's happening around the world that relates to Bible prophecy. So be sure to check that out at endtime.com. Let's get back to the phones. Let's go to Bonnie in Illinois. Bonnie, welcome to End of the Age. Hi. Um, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, I had called up and mentioned about this uh, group called Changed Movement. And I'm I remember thinking, you. I'm thinking that it's very possible that the, the people who have been changed, who regained their, um, their heterosexual identity through Jesus Christ. Um, <clears throat> this group is uh, many formers who are helping others leave the uh, sinful sexual lifestyles. These people may be um, central to pushing back this against this um, tsunami of uh, sin that a small group of people are trying to shove down our throats, trying to push on us and drown us in this. So um, I just wanted to remind you guys, think again about the possibility of maybe once a month, a couple times a year, having um, people from this group, um, of course, you will check them out first, Inter- bringing them on the program, and um, you guys could be central in helping this too. Yeah, yeah, Bonnie. We thank you very much for that information. We we have we do remember you talking about that, and we've actually I think we've got a contact with the ministry, Vince. I believe that was once in that lifestyle, and and uh, I think we've even done an article in our magazine about. Uh, the transformation that took place there when this young man came out of that homosexual lifestyle and um, became a born-again believer in Christ and uh, the impact that it had on his life. So it was definitely uh, noteworthy, and we thank you today for that call. Thanks, Bonnie. Have a good one. Let's get to uh, TJ in Florida. TJ, welcome to End of the Age. Hi. Can you hear me? We can. We are short on time, so if you can get to your question, we will do our best to respond with the few minutes that we have left. Okay. Well, um, it was kind of a question and a comment. You know, I think it's wrong that the, you know, the civil liberties thing, uh, they're trying to, the same-sex marriage and the LGBTQ, they're trying to couple it with, like, what they call interracial marriage. You know, um, how do I... You know, get people to understand that what you look like on the outside, you know, is different than what your behavior is, you know? Because, I mean, you know, what you look like is not a behavior. Right. <laughs> it's truly a civil right. The other stuff, 
is, you know, lifestyle and behavior stuff. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, that's a good question. They And they are doing that. I mean, they're doing that more and more. They're trying to, uh, to you know, try to put themselves equal with, uh, with interracial marriages, I'm I'm in one of those myself. So my my wife is Hispanic, and you know, I mean, we're from two different races, but my wife is still a female, and I'm still a male. And so, you know, I mean, they it's really not the same. Like you're saying that their lifestyle is unnatural, like we've talked about before, and and really, I mean, that's one of the things that's kind of upsetting about. Uh, you know, people who are biblically married and, and we're married the way that God intended us to be married and to to say that people who are, uh, you know, doing things that are unnatural are the same as my wife and I or, you know, Vince and his wife. It's it's not right. the same. It's very different. Uh, and, it, and it goes against the word of God. And so, you know, like we said, it's always we're, we're going to always come back to we need to love on those people and let them know that God loves them and try to steer them in the right direction and always be there for them if they have questions. But, um, you know, like, like I said, this is a very unnatural act and that's why God specifically put it in the Word of God and He is the one that created marriage to begin with. Right. Well, that's the, that's the music, TJ. I'm sorry we've got to cut you off. Um, my quick response would be, I don't know how to get through to people that say that because it's a ridiculous argument. Uh, so that's the best I've got with such short time. We'll be here uh, again tomorrow at 3 p.m. Central Time, so be sure to come back. Don't forget to go to endtime.com slash deals and also watch.endtime.com to keep up with End of the Age Plus. We'll see you tomorrow. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463, or visit us online at endtime.com.